0: Hello, everyone. It's Haley here. I hope everyone is staying safe and home if you're able. If you are essential, I just want to say thank you for everything you're doing. We at the Hideous Laughter podcast still hope that we can bring everyone who's listening some joy and entertainment during this trying time. That's really all I have is a thank you, and I hope that we're helping in any way that we possibly can. So, with that, welcome to episode 87 Durston Stagnite.
1: like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast
2: hey everybody welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 87 let's um uh eeny meeny miny mo let's start with Haley.
0: hi griffin I am drinking um, Guatemalan rum, the last of the hibiscus that w- I hid in the fridge.
2: Oh, you hid it! I I saw it. Just like you think you hid the Everclear for me and Steve, I saw oh, that no, as it's, well. It's
0: not hidden anymore. Okay,
2: I- good because I found it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so you know, just so you know, I found it.
0: Yeah, one bottle was in our laundry, and the other bottle was in the shoe closet.
2: Yep. Mm. Sneaky. She thinks she's sneaky, but.
0: Oh, you didn't know where it was the when it was most critical. That's what was most important.
2: That's fair. <laughs> when I'm hammered, I'm not looking for the shoe closet. <laughs> That's true. That's true. How about you, Emily? What you drinking?
3: I have a Cape Line Blackberry Mojito today.
2: Mm. mojitos today.
3: It's pretty good. This is the first time I've had this flavor. I like it.
2: Speaking of uh, not giving me any interesting transitions, <laughs> Hey, Brooks, the person who only ever gives me interesting transitions, What you drinking, invite?
4: Oh, thanks, Griff. Uh, I appreciate that. I wasn't expecting it uh, based on the fact I've got the Patreon drink today.
2: Hey, you know, I keep... Lately, I've just been throwing the Patreon drink in there.
4: That's right. That's right. Um, this is a Christmas tree, which tastes nothing like a Christmas tree. Uh, it does have gin in it, which is very Christmassy tasting, uh, but it is gin, ginger beer, and lemon. And, of course, I'm drinking it out of my sippy cup.
2: So. Yep. Wow. It's the cleanest cup in the house, let's be real. Oh, thank you. I do clean it, like, literally every but single time. I know. I, I don't know how you get in that weird wacky straw, but somehow. Hey, a, it's actually pretty good.
4: Um, I guess if you didn't like ginger beer... Um, it would be bad, but it does actually leave a very like refreshing aftertaste. So
2: it's nice. Yeah. Speaking of uh, leaving a refreshing aftertaste, hey Steve, Gaio.
5: <laughs> uh, twenty four ounces of Gaio. <laughs> back at it again. Oh, yeah, tastes like it did last time.
2: Oh, it does it? It hasn't yep. changed. They didn't change
5: the recipe between cans. Nope, apparently not. So I'm back on that Guatemalan beer train
2: and loving it. So. I'm Emily jealous. is the uh, with Brooks drinking the Christmas tree. Is that kind of an indicator on how far behind we are on uh, user submitted <laughs> drinks?
3: I don't believe this drink was necessarily a holiday themed drink. Okay. Uh, a lot of the drinks we receive is like, hey, uh, at least at that time, it's like, hey, so and so's poll is going up soon, like drink suggestions, or we have this alcohol, what suggestions, and that spurs a lot of other ones. So I don't think this was necessarily Christmas time.
0: Okay, fair. Have we had any drinks that have been on the poll for, like, a long time? We should have.
3: There have been some. I don't think any of the ones on there right now were on there at the beginning, but we've had some that have been on there for, like, over a month.
0: Let's Mm -hmm. shake this shit up, right? Like, don't want things sitting on there forever.
3: Clean
5: out the trash. Vote for the stuff you've seen too much. Also, this can says 100% guat on it.
0: <laughs> 100% guat.
5: Speaking of 100% <laughs> guat.
2: Hey, it's Griff. I'm drinking
5: a uh, Viv Spike Seltzer grapefruit flavor. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just saw that for the first time, and I thought it was too good not to bring up. That's fantastic. That's an amazing slogan. They should use that. I'm jealous. I want to try some of that. It's like... It's likely not pronounced that way because there's an E at the end, but I think it's silent.
2: <laughs> maybe sure. Is it short for Guatemalan?
5: I mean, maybe. Okay.
3: I didn't hear that referenced at all. The one thing uh, that I didn't
6: hear. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. <laughs> uh,
3: so, I, Guatemala is not always the safest place to be walking around at night. And we had one of our guides uh, explain to us that... After dark, we should walk around in groups because it gets a little Guatemalan out here. Wow!
4: Uh, oh Guatemalans, you're telling me that when you were buying 24 ounces of the cheapest Guatemalan-made <laughs> beer, they did not give you a full explanation on what 100% Guat was.
3: No, but if I uh, if I asked and I uh, got someone to translate, they probably would have would have answered truthfully. How's
2: it spelled?
5: G U A T E. My guess and is, it, it, and it ends with an exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> my guess is that it's one hundred percent made in Guatemala. Yeah. Oh, I mean uh-huh. that, that's definitely what it is. It's a it's my rough Spanish translation product of Guatemala, Central America. Um, but it does have this logo. that says one hundred percent
2: Guat. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's an abbreviation yeah. like like American. Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent Guat. All right. Well, speaking of uh, something that is probably not 100% guat, here we are in the woods. <laughs> do you have something you'd like to share with the class, Emily?
3: I do. So I looked up what guat uh, actually stands for. So in, in English uh, Spanish to English translation, it's tender ear of corn used for forage.
2: Uh, Perfect. It's a tender (laughs) ear of corn used for forage. I'm sure that's what they were going for on the can. Wow, this is just, this is impressive. This is off to a a raucous start. So, last episode, you guys went on a hunt, a hunt for a werewolf with um, Duraston, who is a noble, and he likes to style himself as a werewolf hunter you fought a couple of boars. You uh, set up camp for the night. Uh, Durston's hirelings kind of set up traps for whatever wolf you're expecting in these woods. And we have end in the episode on like the, a gurgled sound and a growl and then a howl, and that's where we find ourselves in the middle of the night.
4: And then didn't one of the hirelings? Like wasn't one of them dead?
2: You don't know that. It sounded like somebody got oh, like killed. Like, okay. <laughs> it
4: sounded like somebody <laughs> got killed.
2: That might have been the gurgle. <laughs> make a knowledge gurgling sound. <laughs> I can add my inspiration Ooh. to that. As uh,
4: somebody that hasn't gotten da- like gone down yet, uh, I don't know if
5: I can make that check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Tough guy. laughs>
2: uh, are, are we in initiative order or anything? Uh, Not yet. So you hear that noise to the north of camp, and then you hear howling, then everything goes quiet for a little while. And then you hear more noises like rustling and and like, maybe it's like 50 to 100 feet off into the brush, like something is out there. Oh boy, I'm definitely casting
5: light on my shields because I'm because it's dark. Yeah, we may be around a campfire right now, but that's not maybe where this is going.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, can I do a survival? Sure. Twenty total. Yeah, with the twenty, uh, it doesn't look like anything's made it into the clearing you're in. Um, the only like tracks or anything would be from you. Um you can't really tell without seeing deeper into the woods what direction something would have gone but if you want to head into the woods I can roll that over and you can try and pick up a trail or find something Um
1: I can't quite tell much from here guys uh but Thurston it, it, can you ask what your uh, the other hirelings saw over there? We might be able to get some sort of idea if somebody else at least caught
5: a little glimpse of it. We also need a head count. It sounded like
2: somebody was attacked. Is somebody missing? And none of Durston's hirelings are with you guys by the fire. They were busy setting up the perimeter and um, and setting up traps and that kind of thing. So Durstan kind of yells out, Boys! Boys, where are you? Hello? Hello? Anybody? Respond, please! The fire! Come to the fire! Come to the fire! That's what he said! What I'm saying! We're all saying it here! (laughs) And no response.
3: How many hirelings were there? Six. (laughs) Oh, no.
0: That's such a bad sign for us. Uh, so with that in mind, um, can, can like, we, can someone heal me a little just in case like this is looking dire?
3: Uh, yeah. How much healing are you looking for?
0: I'm at 30 out of 80, actually less than 30 out of 80. Oh boy.
3: Right.
2: Well, why don't we go ahead and, uh, roll some in niche if you're oh, going to start doing rounds of healing. Oh boy! Oh, boy, oh, boy. Battle music.
0: Yeah, probably. Maybe. <laughs> <coughs> it's dark, though, right?
2: Certainly dark.
0: Thanks. oh Don't worry, Emily. Emily, there's no way that you are after me.
2: Freya, what you got? Ten. Ooh, big tenor. How about Matumbe? Fourteen. Fourteen, baby. How about Ick? Twenty. And Eclipse? Four. Four.
0: Do you nice. need my modifier? Did someone tie with uh, me?
2: Nobody tied with you, actually. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> what about Durst? <laughs> Durston? Oh, yeah. Gotta add him man What a guy. I think Durston's modifier is higher than four, unfortunately, Haley. What's your modifier, Matumbe? I am at a five. Okay. At the top of the order,
4: Ikmer. Hmm little bit of a tight spot just because we don't have a clear direction and Ikmer is is best for uh, well, he's best after he knows where the target is and he currently does not Um, so he will walk toward uh, where the hirelings were and I I guess, uh, just ready, ready in action to, um, so you can walk to
2: like the edge of the clearing basically. Right. So I'm going to say that you guys are in like a 30 foot clearing and you're in the center of it. So you walk to the edge again, they were setting up a perimeter. So they're going to be on all sides. Mm hmm. So you just go to the nearest side. Well, where the, I guess, definitely
4: toward where the hireling that was attacked, or like where he heard the... Where you heard noise? Yeah. Yes, that would
2: be towards me.
0: North is towards Griffin.
2: Definitely not the top of the screen. That would be ridiculous. (laughs) Well, it all depends on whose top you're looking at.
5: Everybody's looking at this from a different direction. No, I am looking at the top. This is how the text goes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) So you move, and are you going to delay? Or ready, are you gonna... uh, just ready to, uh, attack. Okay. Anything hostile. Ickmer, you hear a growling and a kind of, like, chewing sound, like a wet sound from right in front of you. You can't exactly pinpoint where it is, but you think it's that way in the woods. It's Duriston's turn. He, um... He readies his bow. This is not good. I'm... I'm worried here. I'm worried. You're worried. We're... We're all worried here, right? What if it's... What if it's the... The silver
1: ghost? There's no sense in hiding in the bushes. Come out and face us, rather than take these poor, helpless... People. Fight us like you like you want to
2: (laughs) alright so it uses free action to speak um Matumbe um it's
5: towards the end of the day we were trying to go to bed Matumbe looks down to his belt haven't used one of these yet Pops off the enlarged person extract, slams it back. Womp, 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 womp. Kind of like Mario taking the mushroom, and he grows to a much larger size. Oh, Um, man. All right.
4: He takes a mushroom stamp. At a
5: point. Uh, (laughs) All right. so he grows in size and um, to pull off the extract and drink it would be his entire round but now he's a big old Matumbe, Um and he's gonna well we'll see what he does next turn Freya
3: Freya takes a five foot step over to Eclipse this is the biggest dose I got and she cures critical wounds Ooh, damn thank you oh but I rolled really bad <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize how bad I was doing.
3: 22 points of healing.
0: That is, that is almost doubling my health, thank you.
3: I think you needed it, then.
0: I I'm 100% did.
2: Alright, Eclipse.
0: Okay. I mean, Eclipse is not now feeling emboldened by the health she has. Um, I think she will go up next to Ikmer? With her axe at the ready,
5: you want to be in line. You have if you double move, you got plenty of move.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. that's all I could do right now. Perfect. So double move up next, Eckmer.
5: All right, Eck.
4: All right, already back to his turn. He is going to, well, because his action got wasted, uh, he is going to use antagonize. Actually,
2: does he have to see the target?
4: Actually, no. Um, It is just understand him. So speak common. Okay. And uh, as long as they are affected by mind affecting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And this will be intimidate.
1: Yep. Well, are you too scared to come out here? What are you going to do? You going to take all of us on? We're ready for it.
0: Ekmer's intimidate continues to not be very intimidating.
4: (laughs) (sighs) Man... Of course, a really, really critical—well, mostly critical—role would have been fan fucking tastic. But this is going to be a fourteen. New, mm. yeah.
2: That is enough. Where this large werewolf in hybrid form comes out of the woods about ten feet to Ikmer's right, sees all of you with weapons at the ready has the bloody body of one of Duriston's hirelings in its jaws and drops the corpse to the ground snarls at you yellow kind of flaring in its eyes and says what are you
6: doing here this is Volensang territory. Stop what you're doing immediately.
0: Does that name sound familiar to any of you guys?
2: Never heard it before. Does not. And then the wolf stops there, kind of glaring at everybody. It's Duristan's turn. I do believe that is the the, the gray silver ghost. And um, his hand is shaking, and he doesn't quite fire his bow. Batumbe. It's a complicated position to be in. I I am
5: so at a loss for what to do. I want want to tell this guy to, you know, because he's not attacking. It'd be very easy if he attacked just to attack right back at him. I I want to tell him to leave us in peace, but also he's like, killed a guy and we were here under hostile pretenses well if it makes you feel any better I think it was almost like
4: tricked pretenses of how of where Thurston has taken us I know what I want to do
5: I'm going to detect evil on this creature sure
2: so that's your standard yes you detect evil okay it's a werewolf
0: yeah, Ekmer.
5: <laughs> so I'm going to detect evil, and I'm going to say, I understand it seems like we are impeding on your land. Leave now, and we will let you leave with your life. Um, and he's going to kind of move in a threatening-ish way to kind of start setting up a flank to be like, hey, dude. If If you want to, if you are going to, you know, be hostile to us, like, you're going to be in trouble.
2: You move threateningly, and that sets off its ready to action. Explain yourself, or perish. And he lets out a howl, and then you hear a chorus of howls coming from the forest. Okay. It's Freya's turn.
3: So there is a whole pack here.
2: But yeah, basically, he's asked you, why are you here? Sure. In
5: their territory. I'm very hesitant to answer with the truth, right? We're here to kill you. Or like hunt you.
3: So for Freya's perspective, I was thinking of having her tell a partial truth. That we were here to investigate um, a strange killing of a creature, like a large stag, because that's no? But
0: we could totally throw him under the bus we could say we wanted to get into this hunting lodge we felt as though the only way possible was to go with this guy and then halfway through we found out he's trying to hunt werewolves and then we were afraid of our lives so we stayed with him, but now that you're here we're going to get the hell out and he's the problem.
2: What would Freya do?
3: I know. I'm thinking of clips.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, Freya's not gonna, as much as she doesn't like this guy, she's not gonna throw him under the bus. She takes a five foot step around the fire. We're here to investigate the stag killing. There's some strange beasts in this wood. We're trying to learn more about them. And she casts sanctuary on herself.
5: Okay. Brandish the symbol of a his a- animal is the stag.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's on her, it's on her shield, it's on her um, her armor. So she's mm-hmm. clearly marked as a follower of Erasto.
6: And he would respond, "You fools from Askenor! Your false explanations are meaningless. Go tell whoever sent you to stay out of Wolf affairs." Let him know that his dealings with Mathis Mordrnochd and the Silverhide Pact did not sit well with the other tribes of this wood. There shall be much blood spilled between our kin before a Silverhide Pack lord sits upon the th- high throne. Mathis the Betrayer shall never claim the title, and should you and yours continue to support him, the wrath of the wolf packs shall fall upon him. Now leave our territory and return to your cozy wooden den, or share the fate of this poor little
2: sheep. And he uh, he like motions to the dead body at his feet. Eclipse.
0: Hey, uh, Dirkston, it sounds like it is time to go. I know you were set on killing, but uh, we are well outnumbered. It is time to get out. I agree. Uh,
2: Technically, I've only uh, killed three werewolves. I I mean, I certainly have, sir, I have not killed any werewolves. I am uh, not a werewolf hunter. She's saying I'm not one. He's saying I'm not one. I'm saying I'm not one. I couldn't be one. Plausibly and plausible deniability reign in this day and age. We should go.
0: What is the best way to get out of here and get out of your territory as fast as possible? I don't want to accidentally trampeze through it. That's directed at you.
2: Okay. Directed at the wolf.
0: Yeah. And our clips will wait, and if she is given a direction, she's going to go.
6: First way out of Volensang territory is east.
0: All right. Are we going, gang? And she's going to take only one move action, so only 20 feet, just to make sure everyone follows her. But she's going to take 20 feet straight towards wherever he pointed. And
2: it's Ikmer's turn.
1: Hey, uh, listen here. We are not a threat to you or your, your pack. And we are absolutely leaving and respecting your territory. Listen, I have great connections with... The wolves the The Prince of Wolves territory uh, Clan
5: Yes, say okay. that all in front of Dariston.
0: Say <laughs> that right. to an
5: evil werewolf. That's good. Good call. <laughs> Jesus fuck.
2: And as you're saying that, he turns to you with almost a knowing look in his yellow eyes, like. <sighs> Well, sniffs the air. You're the one she talked about. You,
6: I know you, I can smell you. You knew Kvalka before she died, didn't you? She spoke of a young half-orc. She was the leader of the Volensang Wolves.
4: Okay, as a sidebar... Based on Steve's reaction, maybe I completely misheard, but he said that he definitely did not like Mathis taking, o- like, trying to take over the other wolves. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: That's fine. You probably but, just don't want to tell, talk to this guy about being a werewolf in front of a werewolf hunter.
4: Yes. Oh yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But I don't know. I guess the, I, in front of Matumbe being evil or whatever, and having detected that, I, I guess. I was under the he impression that, yeah. I mean,
2: he didn't, yeah. like, yell out, this guy's evil. And so, Gavell is
4: part of, was a part of his tribe. Was the leader or, of his tribe. Or tribe or clan? Clan, either clan. one. Clan, okay. They're, they're two terms for the same-ish thing.
1: Okay. I just didn't want
4: to make sure I didn't get it wrong
1: That's right. I very briefly knew her. And you know what? She left a very, very... Uh, great impression on me, and and I'm definitely uh, I'm respecting your your territory. So we we are going to leave now, right, everybody?
4: And then he is going to uh, move
2: uh, ten feet diagonal back. Okay. It's his turn. He turns to face Matumbe eyeing him of staring him down Matumbe is large size you know kind of face to face with him they can both reach each other and you can see that this wolf is carrying a grizzly looking great sword he kind of lowers the blade and raises an eyebrow at you waiting to see what happens Durastin, uh, full runs towards uh, Eclipse. <laughs> Matumbe. Um, seeing the
5: great sword get lowered, Matumbe is going to resheathe his, bo- his book and kind of give the one eyebrow up while doing the head nod to this, uh, this large creature. Today is not the day we fight, my friend, and I hope that day does not come soon. Thank you
6: for letting us leave your lands peacefully. Make sure you stay behind that half-orc. No one of our tribe is going to attack him. We can smell it on him. And then he drops his
5: eyebrow, raises the other one. I appreciate the information. And then is going to use his turn to basically walk up to Ikmer. Double move. Sure, unless you're trying to take an attack of opportunity or no, something. No, he, yeah. he lowered his sword. Yeah, I didn't think so. So I thought I was okay doing that.
4: And Ichmir is gonna check his armpits uh, after he said,
5: "You can smell it on him." <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: oh, also, <laughs> <Because> it, <laughs> the reeking alcohol breath is what he can smell yeah. on you. It, it's it seems like we're all kind of moving in one direction, uh, just because of the way like. Placing and the turn order has been Freya's still by the fire. So, as Matumbe's is walking over to Ikmer, he gives her the like kind of wave with the shield like, come on, let's get out of here. This isn't our fight. Let's go.
2: Freya, I assume you follow.
3: Uh, yeah. And Freya picked up that little bit of conversation. So, she goes uh, right behind Ikmer and Matumbe. So, she's right there with them.
2: Okay, mm. we can drop out of combat.
4: And as long... Yeah, if she's not going to quite catch up to Eclipse, Ichmer would uh, definitely still be shielding Freya as long as she's close enough, along with Matumbe, so. But they're all walking away. Ichmer will say, Not gonna lie,
1: I'm extremely happy of of how the the second half of, of uh, tonight has has gone. It's definitely not something that I want to I want to stir with everybody. Or uh, all the other clans.
2: I'll say, young man, how were you able to fool that wolf like you did? That is amazing. I have to, you have to teach me that. I want to know. I mean, that wolf left us alone. He could have killed you. Um, bef- just for the record <laughs> I rolled the rolled his um sense motive, yeah uh because obviously he could hear that conversation yeah, 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 yeah. uh didn't realize that he's got a one <laughs> a sense motive. <laughs> oh. uh, so like there's no way he picks up on like again I, I don't think he thinks of you as a werewolf, so he he figures you were bluffing them, okay. I, what about my
4: men? I, I am at a, well, a very, very much an internal struggle right now because I know that that Ikmer is thinking about protecting everyone at this point because he's probably, like, I mean, this is like seconds at, like, not that long after something, like something like that just happened. He's definitely got the adrenaline still pumping, and I'm trying to, trying to decide whether or not, like, I guess he's going to try to, like, further further bluff it. Or if he's going to be, I guess, more honest about, yeah, like, he has connections with them, but, like, not in a sense of how they can...
0: If you don't make the choice, Eclipse is about to make it for you.
3: Yeah, I think if if Ikmer's pausing too long, Freya would also want to protect him and she would step in and say something too
0: yeah Uh, are you saying stuff or
1: uh um uh, there's a really good reason for this and there's uh well there's a few things that
0: Durston Durston you gotta you gotta hear him out it's all about the scent here's the thing you gotta go back to Lapidstadt. gotta go to Lasco There's a family of rats. They know the best, best stuff. And I am sure some of this equipment is exactly why he was able to get away with this. Very, very, very charming family. Gonna set you right up with the best stuff.
5: Duristan. Ikma's saying it. Eclipse is saying it. I will also (laughs) say it.
2: You know, the weird thing is... Uh, we nobles generally don't have Lost Co cards, but I find myself wanting to equip my men, generally, and so. I mean, I'll say it, you said it, everyone here is saying it. They have some great deals at Lost Co. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've all seen their commercials. I mean, I've definitely seen
5: it. I know you guys have seen it. Yes, when I've been scrying on the public
2: transmission. <laughs> <laughs> Bosco's the secret uh did you did you by chance eat anything there was there you know a scent left on your breath like there um I knew they have cheap hot dogs
0: and alcohol <sighs> mm, booze
2: as well yes uh not like the brandy I served you earlier but
0: no like real shitty stuff but Good enough to shop to.
2: Hmm.
1: Apparently it's a werewolf repellent. Not necessarily. I. Uh, it's it's the smell that they are uh, well very inquisitive of and about your men, I I genuinely am extremely sorry and, and my deepest condolences <laughs> We've
2: just walked on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I think...
0: This is change of subject.
2: I think is too afraid to, like, leave the group at this point.
0: Yeah, and I think that was a very successful, tactful change of subject. We told him the reason, and now we've moved on to... And we're all sorry about your eyes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you guys leave the campsite, you do hear a howl erupt from the forest behind you. Ickmer, you can make a sense motive. Yeah, sure.
0: Hey Durston, don't pee yourself, they can smell it.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't think of peeing myself. My goodness, you adventurers think us nobles just pee ourselves at the sight of wolves. Was that a wolf that you heard? Did you did anyone else hear that I'm hearing it?
0: We're all hearing, hearing it. All, We're all hearing everyone's it. Everyone's
2: hearing
4: those twigs snap behind us as as one of his boots is sloshy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the trick is uh, it's it's called the noble's John and you shake it. You shake your leg several times, your pant leg, and it goes into your boot. I'm doing it. All the ask anyone at escanor Lodge; they've all done it at least once. Um. Oh. oh uh. I guess, sense motive,
4: total of 15.
2: Total of 15. Um, you know there's meaning, some sort of meaning behind this howl, and the reason I'm giving it to you is because you're feeling a sort of instinctual drive kick in when you hear this howl. It it seems celebratory in some way.
4: Okay. Ikhmur, ich- behind if if not already falls falls back behind Durston and <laughs> smiles smiles to himself and is is uh, pleased with the fact that he's uh, been very successful tonight and and can possibly find uh, find this silver wolf again all right so you
2: guys make it back to, um, to a part of the forest that is, you assume, because of where the house came from, not a part of Volensang territory. Um, I'm going to need a survival, a couple survival checks in order to set up. You, you made it a decent way from Askinor. You're either going to get a night's rest or you're going to walk all night
0: to kind of get back. Wait, Ikmar, you should really hold the stick if you're going to be the leader. She gives you the sapling rod because it gives you a plus five to survival. Oh, fantastic! An additional, yeah, because that does me nothing.
2: <sighs> I I would needed. like the stick. You could give me the stick. I'm the best with sticks. Thurston, I'm taking the stick. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, my boy, I'm likely as good, if not better, at survival than you. I mean. A skill that doesn't exist. I I could probably make a tent in a campsite. (laughs) Uh, Thurston, I'm not your average
4: noble.
3: Free aids.
4: Okay, thank you for that. I desperately needed it. Um, I guess I'll try. So with the sapling rod.
5: Fine. I'm not used to aiding, but I suppose I will. If it's for tracks, I aid. If not, I don't. He aids. this is fantastic
4: uh, because I desperately needed all of that. So, total oh, no. with the sapling rod is going to be a 16 and then two aids, making that 20.
2: Right? None from Matumbe, none from Eclipse?
0: No, I ate it. Oh. oh, you um, ate it. So,
4: three then aids. Then it is 22. All okay. the aids we.
2: Yeah, ever- with, with kind of a team effort, and Matumbe is just kind of like. Sitting on a log, Get, <laughs> he finds him. a log. He says, "Great survival check," and sits on it. Um, I have located the log in this forest.
5: You do your <laughs> part; I have done mine. Durston, uh,
1: I think you're underestimating yourself. You, you don't need this this rod to help you because it is. Well, you're somebody that already possesses such skill and knowledge that even Matume would be
2: jealous. You're absolutely right. I don't even know why I rolled, because I auto-aid in survival. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do you want me to bluff for that?
2: <laughs> no, he definitely thinks okay, that about himself. Cool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> because, uh... Bluff is not a strong suit.
2: So you guys set up a campfire. I imagine take watch and sleep for the night.
4: Yeah, Ikmar's going to sharpen his
2: sword.
3: Freya looks around the campfire and uh, assesses the health situation of everyone.
2: All right. If any healing needs to happen, we'll do it off air. And everyone's healed. You guys did it. Guess, Woo. guess I shouldn't have let you come back as a cleric, Emily.
3: Ha! Huh. Keeping the party at full health.
2: Man, wouldn't Thank it be you. funny if just we just
4: survived this whole book on no clerical healing, one wand, just just slept it off
2: every. Every combat, yeah, that like would have been days. that would have been like your last book.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like we sleep for we sleep for days after one combat. That's very compelling, fun, yeah. Fun. That's
2: let's just everybody get on bed rest after one combat. So you guys take shifts, and it's uneasy over the course of the night. Uh, you do hear howling, but it seems far off in the woods. Nothing disturbs you at all. You're your shifts are relatively uneventful. A couple tweaks snap here and there, but you make it to the morning time and you head back. Oh, is there a rooster in there? It's oh, gotten it's real quiet, quiet lately. Really. Very, 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 very weak rooster. Very weak rooster. Nobody. It's just,
4: I can't hear it. It's just a real soft cock. Very weak. Has he been taking
2: his normal blue pill? <laughs> I don't know. So, Griff, what happens in the morning? So, in the morning, you guys head back to Askenor Lodge. Uh, what do you think of that? And um, on your trip, Thurston uh, is is thanking you profusely for getting him out of that one. Um, obviously, your rooms are on me uh, for you, for your stay. Um, I consider the four of you friends getting me out of that one thank you again uh, I'm in awe of uh, adventurers of your caliber uh, I'm in awe in in awe I think I think Frey is in awe of it I've never seen such uh such bravery and how you defuse that situation was uh, amazing I'll tell tales of it for for decades we should be making our way back though I don't like to sleep on the ground for more than one night that's Kind of painful, but I if you ever need anything as your—I mean, I am paying for your rooms, but the the guests at Ascanor Lodge are somewhat tiresome. To me, they're just boring aristocrats.
0: I agree 100% about sleeping on the ground. Don't want to do that more than once. But also, um, what do you mean? How should we be acting? I'm not very familiar with the rich—
2: Oh, act as yourselves. I'm sure they'll get a kick out of it.
0: Oh, that doesn't make me feel great. Um, Is there anyone in particular who's maybe a little bit more stuck up?
2: Stuck up? Hmm.
0: Oh, well, maybe that was a wrong term. Again, I don't know what to use here. Is there anyone else who's a little... is there anyone who's a little... not okay with adventurers?
2: I mean, the Stovian kind of has a stick up his ass, don't get me wrong... Uh, but he runs the whole thing, so he should be fine. As a guest of mine is, is welcome in Ascanor Lodge. Realistically, you don't have too much to worry about. If I'm thinking out loud, well, the, the Marquisa likes to keep to herself, um, Although, there, there are some scandals going around about her. I know it, and, and most of Ascanor Lodge knows it. <laughs> we do not know this. Mm. Dish boyfriend. He, she, <laughs> I mean, she, her, her husband is quite a bit older than her, and uh, she likes to go on these fox-hunting trips to Askinor, and, uh, well, she always, she always brings along a strapping, handsome young guide, and, well,
5: Hmm. Strapping, handsome young guide. How about going forward, uh, Mister Durston? We just shorten that to maybe a strapple.
2: A strapple, handsome young guide. No. no, she's not into that. uh, because most strapples are not handsome. Hmm. I'm just. I try- know it. <laughs> Brooks. It. Uh,
1: uh, oh, I'm sorry. But,
2: um, she's been traveling around with uh, this um, native guide Ostavach. At least I think that's his name. Something along those lines, helping her hunt and whatever. She, uh, she probably. Won't enjoy the company of adventurers. Um, seems a little, little stuck up. Who hunts foxes? In these woods? You have to be kidding me. There's werewolves afoot, folks. You've seen them, I've seen them. Now we're gonna tell everybody we've seen them. Why would you hunt foxes in such a place?
1: Uh, that's a great question, actually. Uh, what made you hunt werewolves. Well, the world's
2: deadliest prey. Why wouldn't I hunt werewolves? You see this pelt I'm wearing from my first werewolf kill. You go ahead and roll in knowledge nature on that. Fantastic.
4: I Oh, knowledge nature? I mean, anyway, I, can.
2: he's like talking yeah, to you guys Yeah, yeah. This group. yeah I, I don't have that, but... Twenty-two. Yeah, um, you know, much like uh, the trap that he set, werewolves turn back to their human form when they die, and so there's no way you're gonna have a werewolf pelt. Uh, this appears to be from like some mangy wolf.
5: Uh, behind his back, Matumbe looks at Merrin, just kind of gives him the, the the slight shake of his head. Nope, not a pelt. Not a werewolf
4: hell. is uh, relieved. Relieved.
3: (laughs) You know, you're quite the hunter. Has anyone else taken particular interest in what you've been doing out here?
2: No. Unfortunately, well, I do talk to um, Silas. He is... The only hunter of note staying at Ascanor right now. The rest are a bunch of pansies, if you ask me. And if you ask me, because I have the best information out there, I would know who's a pansy at Ascanor Lodge. And it's not Silas Graydon. That man is a great hunter. But he doesn't hunt werewolves. But, but I love to tell him my stories. He gives me the, the best strategies on, on how to perfect my traps.
0: So what does he hunt?
2: Oh, I don't know, uh, boars like you guys killed, um, any manner of things in the woods. Sometimes he, um, well, he talks to, he gets Delgros to take him out for an exotic hunt. Delgros seems to keep um, all manner of crazy creatures. I've seen a manticore once. Uh, all kinds of beasts underneath uh, Askenor Lodge. He he keeps them there. I've seen them. Uh, Silas has seen them. Almost everybody in the lodge has seen them. And, um, well, for the right price, you can hunt the exotic game, and Delgros will take you on um, said hunt. But um, why hunt the game that Delgros has when there are wolves aplenty? In these woods.
0: I see. Now, here's the thing. Because we're adventurers, unfortunately, even when we try to take vacations, we tend to attract trouble because everyone thinks that we can help them out. Who should we avoid if we want to avoid helping?
2: Hmm, I'd say... Like, uh, who's going
0: to start some trouble for us?
2: Corvin always starts trouble. He likes to fuck with me a ton. That little bastard, uh, with his, with his shitty emo poems and shit. What a dick. I know he's a dick. Silas knows he's a dick. Even Estovian knows he's a dick. Everybody knows he's a dick. He's a little, uh, little pansy rich boy that, that went out, um, ran out of his daddy's favor and got sent away. And now he just pouts. All day, just because he fucked some dude's wife.
0: That was informative. I don't have anything else to ask.
4: I love the fact that this dude is Dandelion from
2: Witcher. Or Dan- yeah, yeah, yeah. The the dude he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And as you guys finish up your conversation, you approach Eskinor Lodge once again, and this time the gates open up for you, and
0: Oh, that's a lot of
2: notes.
0: <laughs>
4: well, I mean, the dude just did fucking awesome shit on,
5: like, everyone in the lodge. I am guessing, like, there was extensive notes on everyone in the lodge. No, it looks like he was just, like, scrolling through, like, a 60
2: page. <laughs> so with the gates open, uh, Bellic greets you, and um, he's kind of grinning at you and you can kind of tell it's like apologetically Thurston and kind of waves him off and says, These are my guests. Give them no more difficulty getting in here. Uh, I heard
0: you were a dick. Eclipse will <laughs> wink at him.
2: And, She's uh, so mad. Pelic would say, Please accept... My most sincere apologies for my inappropriate behavior earlier. I was not informed of your coming and acted hastily on behalf of the lodge warden. I can assure you that you will suffer no further ill treatment during your stay at Askinor Lodge. And um, he actually is carrying a tray. He um, he offers you each a hot coffee. Uh, In kind of like a a horn mug.
0: Thank you. Do you have anything stronger?
2: And he he kind of gives you a slight disapproving look. You only see it cross his face for a second. Uh, Pulls out his, you could tell, his personal flask. Unscrews it and pours it (laughs) into the coffee. Will this do, madam?
0: Oh, what a dear. Thank you.
2: It's pretty early in the morning for that.
0: Yeah, well, I have to deal with this, so.
2: (laughs) Well, if it is convenient for you, uh, my master requests your company at this time for a brief introduction and to offer his apologies as well.
5: It sounds good to me to meet the head of this place. Get to know him and then maybe the rest of the populace after that.
1: I'd, I'd love to try coffee right now for the first time.
6: You've never <laughs> had coffee, my boy?
1: <laughs> I, I mean... It'll stunt your growth. You know, uh, it smells really good. Uh, And, you know, uh, I'd, I'd love to take one. Thank you.
2: So, you guys are noticing now, like, <laughs> you you <clears throat> noticed Bellick was short before, short and portly, but now it's like, now that he's like, talking to you and offering you stuff and like being close to you, you realize like he's very short.
0: Like how short?
2: Like you can tell he's a very tall, very portly halfling. He's about four foot seven.
4: Very tall Ooh, for Ooh, so almost weighing size. About still like
0: way- <laughs> still <laughs> still about
2: a foot and a foot hour half hour taller than Eclipse. Taller, you know?
5: Hours above Eclipse. But still...
2: <laughs> Wink, wink. Well, then right this way, my um, my new guests. Thank you very much. And he leads you through the main entrance, uh, where there's just a flight of wide slate steps climbing up to kind of like a shallow, I guess you'd call it like a, a porch. And you enter in and head straight towards the Grand Hall. Uh, And the Grand Hall connects the main entrance and the Grand Ballroom. The huge hallway serves as the centerpiece of the ground floor, and you see uh, golden pine floor planks over a foot in width and sanded, smooth, and they stretch the entire length of the hallway. Four massive tree chunks serve as pillars in this hall. And they run down the center of the room, supporting the ceiling overhead. In classic Lodge fashion, there are large hide rugs and trophy heads, bears, bucks, snarling wolves. They're all over the long walls in this hallway. Uh, and you can see, if you look, there are name placards underneath some of these kills. Um, you make it to the... um the grand ballroom, um, and Bellic kind of looks around, doesn't see Estovian. Well, he uh, he must be up in the library. I'll I'll bring you there. And so you make a beeline for the stairs upstairs, and you find yourselves in a library, and there are shelves lining the walls. This is kind of like one of those tower rooms. It's circular. Uh, And there's reference books on, I mean, if you were to peruse the titles on all manner of subjects, um, which coincides with what Embryth told you. You see a uh, slight man sitting there. Looks to be in his 60s. Uh, he's got a long face and beady eyes, uh, uses glasses, um, so his glasses kind of actually make his eyes look bigger, kind of bug eyes, uh, when he's wearing them. But currently, he has them down on his nose, reading a book. Uh, he seems to notice you immediately. You're surprised by how alert he is. Hmm. You must be the... Unwelcome, but now welcome guests. I... I apologize for Bellic's behavior, but he was only doing it on behalf of myself. And so please don't hold the actions of Bellic against him. Again, the error of your improper greeting was entirely mine. I neglected to inform my staff of open invitations... Uh, the ones I gave to the nobles of Lepidstat to um, to share as introductions. And the ones I gave to uh, the esoteric order of the Palatine Eye. He winks at you then. And of course, Bellic did not recognize these reservations. But rest assured, all the lodges facilities are at your disposal, including our libraries. While well, the general library is down the hall, this one, he says and he gestures to his book she- filled shelves, is likely better suited to your research.
4: With this being a library in a like tower fashion or like in one of those tower rooms, cylindrical, does it have one of those ladders that... Slide around. They go all the way, side. way around. Yep. But then, but then they are on wheels to where they like can uh, like slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Ickmer's going to get on that and then push like from side to side.
2: Should I be expecting um, this kind of behavior uh, for for the entirety of your stay? I we have better rooms for recreation than the library, if your friend uh, the gymnasium perhaps maybe the maybe the grounds um
0: he just tried coffee for the first time so this is unusual oh that
2: uh is rare that is how, how old is is this boy
0: Uh, you don't want to know don't ask don't tell right i'm
2: sure it would worry me i'm i'm very no. sure of that i'm, I'm uh, don't need to know coffee will start his growth <laughs> <laughs>
5: I think what we're all trying to say, some of us with our actions is it's a pleasure to meet you, Mr Stovian <laughs> Nope, that's exactly what I meant.
2: Pleasure <laughs> pleasure is all mine. Um by the way, Balak will be um will be tending to all of your needs while you're guests at Askinor Lodge, so be sure to um to reach out to him with anything you so desire. Um, I, I am occasionally available, but I, I do have uh, greater duties as the Warden of the Lodge. And Thank you very
3: much. Freya sticks her foot in the path of the ladder Breaks and her foot. stops it. <laughs> <laughs> She's really sturdy.
2: It, 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 it topples over onto the on the
1: one of the loose chairs. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feel it one bit.
2: Um, uh, could you please... There are some some rare and important books here. It would be ideal if... Um... There was no rough, rough housing in the library. V- very well.
4: Ekmer stands up super straight. And then just tap, like starts tapping his foot and dropping sure his fingers. Are you sure you're all right,
2: boy? The, the lavatory
1: is just down the way. You're right. Uh, I need to go to the bathroom. I,
2: I figured. Uh, well, my apologies, but I regrettably have some business to attend to at this time. Um, Bellic is waiting for you outside the door, just down the hall. He shall show you to your rooms. Um feel free to again ask him for whatever you need. And you know what I need? I need you all to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week.
1: Though I knew it. <laughs>